0: Warning, the Catholic Man Show contains high levels of manliness. It's simple, really. You either want to grow in virtue and holiness, or you want to be a sissy, whiny baby. If you choose to move forward, grab your whiskey glass, because the Catholic Man Show is starting right now. Welcome to the Catholic Man Show, we're on the Lord's team, the winning side, so raise your glass. Adam Minahan here, sitting with David Niles, Juan on the buttons this evening, it's great to be with you all, happy Pentecost Sunday. Indeed. Uh, It is, oh that was a great sound. It was. was, I I like whenever there's a a solid... Sometimes unexpected too. Mm -hmm. That was nice. Uh, One of my favorite... Bible verses. That doesn't look clean. That's not clean. No, that's that's from last week. Uh, one of my favorite Bible verses is, is part of like Pen- Pentecost Sunday. Uh, it's Acts two fifteen. I think it's two fifteen. Let me see. I have it right here. Are you are about to quote my favorite my yeah. favorite Bible verse? Yeah. 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 It's so it's so funny. It's not actually my favorite. It's just the funniest. Right. It, it is really funny. Okay. So here I'll let you start reading right here at fourteen and go to fourteen fifteen. But Peter standing up.
1: With the eleven, lifted up his voice and spoke to them, men of Judea and all those who are staying in Jerusalem, let it be known to you and incline your ears to my words. For these men are not inebriated as you suppose, for it is only the third hour of the day, which would also be the same as ten o'clock in the morning. Nine, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock in the morning. Right. Which I just have always thought is hilarious. Like <laughs> that was his. Go- that is the reasoning. That's what you you know. Like we're not drunk, because it's only nine o'clock. Right. You know, another really persuasive thing to say would have been, because we haven't been drinking. <laughs> right. But he opts not to go there for some reason, you know, so it's like, <laughs> guys, we're not drunk. It's only nine o'clock. Right. I mean, we've been drinking, yeah. <laughs> but we're not drunk. We're not
0: drunk. <laughs> we had some wine. For but breakfast. It's, but it's early. Right. I think it's just so funny that right. it's like, I know we're speaking in tongues and you guys think that we're drunk. But we're not. But maybe, maybe you're drunk. Right. Like, that's, only what, that's nine, what I thought. It's only nine o'clock it's in the like, morning. It's like, wow,
1: I hear you guys in all of these different languages. Maybe you're drunk. As if, like, being drunk would give you some speaking superpower. Right. You know, it's like, a more rational thing is like, wow, I hear you in all these different languages. Maybe I'm drunk. Right.
0: You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe my coffee was spiked this morning. Right. Yeah. It's just it, it's just so funny that that that's how, I I looked it up in the uh, saying Ign- or the Ignatius Study Bible that yeah uh, Scott Hahn and yeah Curtis Curtis Martin I think a good put up Bible out. handy to have I think it's Curtis Martin anyway uh, yeah I think it's I think Curtis I think it's Curtis Martin I could be wrong but anyway it was just so funny that it, they didn't really give a whole lot of detail in that other than like it was nine o'clock in the morning so and after the the day of fast so that's why they had to make sure to tell him that yeah. So, I mean, they were breaking the fast. Right. So, I don't blame them. I mean, them. why not? Dave, what do we have tonight? Today we're drinking another
1: amrut. We had, was it last week we had yeah. the Amroot uh, Peated. Peated Amroot. So, this is just their regular single malt whiskey. Okay. Product of India. In the past, we've also had the fusion. I think we've actually had the fusion on the show twice. I think we Oh, did, really? I think we drank it like another time. We were like, well, let's have some more of this fusion. Uh, okay. I could be wrong. But anyway, so... Uh, and I haven't had this one. We had the peated last time. The peated was really good. The fusion is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're on a little bit of an India whiskey kick. I know, which India is certainly not known for whiskey. No. But they've got at least one good one.
0: But if you follow, if you're a big whiskey connoisseur or advocate, you know, and you follow the whiskey, Jim Murray's whiskey Bible. Yeah, and he, a lot of people do. Yeah, he gives all of these like either 94 or higher points. It's like 94.5. This one's 94.5. I think last week's was 95. Um, I think the Fusion's 95 or 96 even. Hmm. So, I mean. I don't remember. What is the Fusion? Is it
1: a blend of these two?
0: No, no, no. It's the peated plus uh, the, uh, aged in Ororoso That's right. cherry casks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Well, let's try it. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So, raise your glass. Cheers to Jesus. Cheers. Cheers, Juan.
1: Hmm, has a nice whiskey smell to it. You guys picking up, Juan, you picking up any hints of whiskey? It's 46%
0: Africa. ABV. Africa. Mm. It has a very highland taste, is what it, is what it, uh, to me, it tastes very much like a, if you like Glenmorangie, Glenlivet. Um, Ooh, some coffee at the end. That's nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I can agree with that. Yeah, but it, it tastes very much to me like a Highland.
1: Yeah, Highland Scotch. Whereas last week's was a peated whiskey. You know, right. very different.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I would
1: say last week's was an Isla whiskey, but it was you know,
0: it had a little it. that direction. To it. it was
1: sure. it was that direction. Yeah.
0: yeah, I I think I like last week. I think I like the peated one better than this one, just because I, I think too, it's more complex.
1: It's, I like. I I also just like, prefer peated whiskey. Right.
0: Well, no. and I think it's just more complex. This has uh,
1: got a lot of like sweet flavor to it mm-hmm. right off the bat. Mm-hmm.
0: The, yeah, the honey. Yeah, yeah, uh, a lot
1: of honey. Uh, hang on.
0: Almost like apricot type of.
1: That's what I was going to say, but I was like, well, maybe I'm thinking that because Juan.
0: Did Juan s- say apricot?
1: On the nose. On the nose.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, oh he you, was talking about was, the palate?
1: Okay. Okay see okay well, I think we're all on the true. same page
0: there we have a quorum yeah there we go that's, that not, is, that's, not, that's not right how you use that that's, no. that's not that's words are hard words are hard that's so. that can be that's one of those
1: words like maybe maybe they don't know what that means and I'm just gonna say it <laughs> and look cool they're gonna think I'm smart yeah <laughs> but in reality they do know what it means and, and they, they think you're dumb yeah way to go dude <laughs>
0: I'm excited about somebody
1: out there doesn't know what that means, and they're like, "Wow, Dave's got a really, a wide vocabulary."
0: We're running a uh, Father's Show giveaway, a Father's Day giveaway. Yeah, it's going to be epic. Actually. What are we giving away, Adam? We're going to give away a Yeti cooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is at the bare minimum. What we're giving away. Yeah, we have Catholic Answers throwing in the, the thousand gallon Yeti cooler. Is that no, the one? No, no, no. Uh, but we are giving away a Yeti cooler. Catholic Answers has a gift package. Uh, that they're sending us. Uh, we got Catholic Manchu Glen Karen glasses. We got a $50 Bass Pro Shop gift card, uh, uh, Catholic rosary. Anything, like, basically think about like anything. Other, other swag. Yeah. Think about like what you would want your, your Catholic dad to have. Yeah. All the gear that you think he would like. It's basically this is what it's encompassing. Wrapped in the beautiful facade of a Yeti cooler. Yeah. That we're going to ship out. So, anyway, you, follow we're gonna be probably launching that um, soon probably soon. soon very soon yeah soon probably yeah so be be looking on our social just, media yeah. or website or whatever be vigilant that will be exciting uh, how else how's Pamela can we get a baby update uh,
1: baby is doing well uh, she was, had a an appointment baby is positioned well just waiting
0: everything going according yeah. to plan yeah. Praise I kind of I
1: kind of had a, like a thought the other day like she would start having contractions but you know just early stuff and I could come over here on the show and be like yeah she's in labor right now <laughs> just to surprise you guys and right see the look like, on Wa- on Juan's face when he's like she's in labor right now and right. you're doing the show I'd be like yeah guys okay. this is our guys, fourth kid it's four number yeah. 4 yeah okay right it's easy easy street right mm-hmm. i can say that cuz she's not here
0: yeah that's right <laughs>
1: Uh, I hear though that the but, more you have, the easier. But she's but it gets. she's
0: doing well. She's feeling well. She's feeling great. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. How are the girls? I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen you guys. And I mean, they're good. So Elizabeth re- learned to ride a bike. This I heard that. Yeah, Pamela told me mm-hmm. that she learned yeah. how to, without training wheels. Learn so, to
1: ride a bike. Yeah. Haley and the boys came by like five minutes after I took the training wheels off. Okay. And she was doing it. And then that was Thursday. Or no, that was Friday. Um, yesterday, Saturday, we had a big breakthrough where she was going up and down b- by herself. She couldn't get started going up the hill. Coming back down the hill, she could easier. get started. Sure. And today we went over to my parents' house and she was just, she she took, just off. took off. And so now she's just totally, totally riding a bike. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: The, get ready for um, we're, we're, more working up on, knees.
1: Yeah, we're working on the 180, you right. know, because... Yeah.
0: So my boys started like doing the skids. Yeah. So like hard, hardcore skids, and they've blown tires in, in their bikes. Nice. I've had to I've had to replace Luke's the the twice. inner tube or just the no, tire. No, the tire. Yeah. Because uh, they would just wear it out so much. The inner tube's easy to replace. I mean, it's a, it's kind of just a
1: pain to do, but it's not hard. Right.
0: But it but the actual tire itself. So hmm. we had to we had to stop with the skidding because they were doing it so much that. They were wearing out the t- the tires. It was, nice is it ridiculous. It's like, I don't want to. Bu- I don't want to buy another tire. <laughs> hey, they got an allowance, right? Or they got money, right? You know.
1: How much does a tire cost? Twenty five bucks. Don't, I don't. I don't remember. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so that that's been really really fun. You know, uh, we had a we had a goal for her to learn to ride her bike. We just set it on Wednesday of this week, like. To learn to ride the bike before we go to Michigan for vacation. Um, I didn't think that it would only take two days, you know, to do. Right. So, but anyway, it's been really, really fun. So today, she and I were riding around. I went over to my parents' house. They have a an adult-sized bike. So you got a chance to ride a bike? Yeah, yeah. So, and that was just really fun.
0: Sweet. Yeah. I played golf with the, the boys on Saturday, Saturday morning. First, it was nine nine holes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, first, first time to do that and I thought that was going to be interesting but I, I really prepped it well because what I said was you know at the beginning I said like boys listen this is a this is a grown-up thing that we're doing and this is your test you know so you have to do well you have to listen to dad there's a lot of rules like we have to play by the rules and you, there's no complaining there's no whining and I really set the stage and I think that was the key because they did phenomenal. Yeah, and they wanted to, they kept playing, and it was fun for all of us because they were playing by the rules. It wasn't a headache. managing
1: expectations.
0: It was yeah, yeah. So we're gonna talk about the raising daughters uh, in this episode. So we'll start talking about it on the other side of this break. We'll be right back.
1: Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles. Here with Adam Minahan and Juan Posada. We're drinking some Amroot single malt, product of India. Just a really nice, nice glass. Mm -hmm. I don't remember how much it cost. I think it was maybe in the $60 range. Does that sound right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, and that's, I don't know why Highlands are more expensive. They tend to be more expensive than Isla. I think maybe they're older. You know, like, I, I think it doesn't take as long to get, if, if you're looking for more, that ag- more aggressive, smoky, peaty, you don't need to age it for quite as long. That's the only thing I can think of. Because a lot of times, as a general rule, I think I think Highlands are more expensive than, certainly than Islay scotches. Is. That may be. Um, so $60 is kind of, you know, par for the course, I think, for a Highland.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you want something a little different to add to your repertoire, Check it out. If you can find it, that's kind of the hard thing is... It is a little tougher. It's tough to find. You can find the fusion sometimes, but the single malt and the peated...
0: Are a little tougher to find. Tougher to find.
1: Correct. Yeah.
0: So we're going to break tradition a little bit this evening.
1: Okay. We have a tradition of doing that. (laughs) So we're actually... We're We're maintaining the tradition of breaking breaking the tradition. tradition. Uh, We're not going to do... Sometimes.
0: Yeah. We're not going to do a man gear, per se, but we're going to do a uh, man activity. Okay. And that is uh, having father-daughter dates. Okay. I'm interested on what your thoughts are because apparently there's a big, maybe not controversy is the right word, but disagreement. Okay. On the phrase "daddy daughter date" and whether or not it should be used. Did you know about this at all? I'm no. br- I'm springing this on you. No, I'm not. I'm not. Are you? Do you have any problems with the term "daddy daughter date"? No, I don't either. But apparently some people do, and I. I think really the problem is is that we live in an oversexualized culture, and so right. they they um, make the idea of a date meaning a that it's a sexual thing, and so they said it, right. it's kind of weird to to talk about daddy and daughters in a sexual way, but that's not what I'm talking about. Right? Uh, a date isn't isn't sexual. It's just oversexualized. That's w- what I. Th- that's culture. That's kind of what. That's exactly.
1: I mean, just having learned that, it's like. Without, first of all I'd want to hear somebody somebody who's against it I'd want to hear their argument right but if it's if if that's what it is like oh you shouldn't use that because you're not dating your daughter I know I know I'm not dating my daughter thank you right thank you for telling me that I'd, well I, I, had you not I, told I'm me not, that
0: maybe I would have been confused and I'm not interested in calling out these these man blogs that have written about this but it's just interesting to talk to to because I read several of them today hmm and I was just like, I, I just disagree fundamentally with with what you're talking about just because it's a just because you call it that. I mean, I think
1: I like calling it that because it's just it's just not like casual. It it kind of makes it more formal, you know, like kind of makes it
0: more special, and intentional. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you dress up for it, right? So I took Anna on our first daddy daughter date this week on Friday Friday evening. Um, you know, she's getting to the point now where she's three. So uh-huh. mm-hmm. it's getting to that point where we we should have those dates. And uh, so, and thanks be to God, Haley kind of said, Hey, I th-, we've talked about it before, but she was the one that kind of initiated, like, Hey, it's, I think it's about time for you guys to start doing this, which that, she's a super holy woman. Yeah. Not shocked. Great ideas. Yeah, great ideas. Uh, so we did it, and it was great. It was so much fun. Uh-huh. It, uh, it, it was great to ha- be able to have like time just with her and she in fact she was a little confused at first because she's like well where's mommy mm-hmm. where's mommy you know the, uh, the first time so we went out to dinner uh, We I asked her what she wanted so she, she wanted chicken and french fries so we went out and had uh, dinner and then we went to the mall we were trying to go to uh, the Disney stores where is what the intention was uh-huh. it turns out uh, the D- Disney store is still closed so we walked around and went quote unquote shopping yeah uh, she was happy with that Went and grabbed dessert, mm-hmm. uh, ice cream. Yep, and Class- then classic, right? And then we went uh, to adoration for a few minutes. Nice. We closed the evening with in adoration. So I was driving back home. This was so cute. I was driving back home with Anna, and I I said, you know, uh, we got to remember that uh, God is is present everywhere, or in our in our presence everywhere, something like something to that effect. And she goes, ooh, presence. I bet God gives good presents, <laughs> and I was just like, well, you know, you know what he does? He gives great presents. Yeah, his presents. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was just really funny that, that that's 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 how she interpreted it. That. that is a classic, right there. Right. Ooh, Ooh presents. presents. Yeah. <laughs> I love the confession stands. Yeah. That's <laughs> when the, does it?
1: When do we get the presents? Right. Well, all the time.
0: Right now? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was just so funny, but so like. I, at dinner time she was she was saying like well where's mommy where are the boys and i was like they're at home you know this is just you and me and she was like oh okay uh-huh and but it took her a minute to realize like no no no. this is just daddy because I, I i haven't been very many places with just her yeah uh you know what about you i mean you have you have three daughters yeah so
1: i've st- i've been doing this for not not too long but um What I do is on the first—so I I have one tomorrow scheduled, actually. Um, The uh, first—so I have adoration on Mondays Mm -hmm. at 5 o'clock at the church. So the first Monday of the month, I'll take one of them with me. So we start off at adoration, which I think is a good -hmm. good way to do it. You know, starting—you start with adoration. Right. You do that, and then you kind of get the reward of— So this is like my adoration, they know I go to adoration Mm -hmm. and on, you know, when it's their turn, they get to go with me. So we stay, we stay for the whole hour Uh and then we go out to dinner together and then, you know, dessert. And we'll, you know, usually bring a something home for mom Mm -hmm. milkshake or something. Uh, And, you know, we get to break some of the rules, you know, like they'll get to have Sprite.
0: Oh, Anna did too, and she loved like yeah. This is like one of the first times she, I think she she may have had Sprite maybe once right,
1: and this so, is the only time that they get.
0: You know, it's so cute whenever they do it because their eyes kind of start watering a little right, bit, Because Sprite, like, first of all, like Sprite
1: is good. Yeah, I kind of forget how how good it is. Like wow, I could drink a lot of it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you it's know, like a, a tint sugar hit for yeah, them. and it's like very refreshing. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway. But it's very carbonated. You know? Yeah, and their eyes
0: water, they're not used to right. it.
1: Yeah, it's hilarious. So, you know, we get to do, and I'll let them pick where they want to go. It's, they always pick Chick fil A, which I was like, you got it, man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> good with that. Yeah,
1: one time I took all of them uh, on a date. So it was Elizabeth, Mary, and Bernadette. Bernadette was like barely one at the time. Mm-hmm. And we were all walking, we went to Texas Roadhouse. And we were all walking through Texas Roadhouse. And like every table I walked by, I heard some girl go, "Oh,
0: mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. you know, like, look at all those girls. Oh, yeah, our waitress was just like swooning over Anna, like uh-huh. you know, just like, oh my gosh, I can't she's so cute, you know, just uh, right. The idea of the dad and the daughter being together is such a cute moment. um yeah, but I think it it does a lot
1: to you know, for the for them to know. That um, she is precious mm-hmm. to dad, mm-hmm. which is a good thing to do. To do. And it also, um, you know, gives you an opportunity to show her how a man is supposed to behave one-on-one in her presence.
0: Right, and that's why I actually, uh, I think that's a that's good argument. That's kind of why you call it a date. A date. Right, I think that's the argument against... Because I'm like-
1: modeling what the man is supposed to be and look like mm-hmm. who's on a date with you
0: right and i make sure that you know i am i pull out her chair when at dinner i yeah. push her chair in i yeah i mean i like she wears. i you know, really cater to you her dress
1: up you know yeah so
0: i really ca- and i try to go above and beyond you know the to to cater to her to right. show her like hey when you're on a date with another you know with with somebody this is how they should treat you and i don't make her
1: pay i don't make her pay Which is, I get, that's one of those things that like makes me mad. When I hear about men not paying on a date, it's like, why don't you just like stop dating? If you, if you can't even pay, if you can't afford to pay for the date, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: what makes you think she's going to want to marry you? Yeah, I mean, I don't don't know everybody's
0: situation, but
1: it's like uh, they don't, you can go on dates
0: don't cost very much money. Right, yeah, Mm -hmm. and I mean, I think the the thing is, is it's not about what you're doing, it's just about doing it together. Yeah, it's about who you're doing it with, Right, you know, so for, I mean, it didn't matter what, you know, again, our plan backfired going to the mall, you know, we were going to go to the Disney store, I was going to buy her like one of those little princess dresses, Mm -hmm. you know, that she, I mean, that's all she wears. Oh,
1: I think it's probably, Adam, I'm going to say it's good that you didn't do that, you do not want to establish that as a precedent, Oh, that's probably okay. true. Okay, you <laughs> that probably was a blessing. Dinner, dinner is the point, that's the thing. Okay, right, yeah. like it's probably a good idea. You you lucked out so like because otherwise next time she's gonna want to go buy another dress and now she's gonna be mad if she she's doesn't. gonna be disappointed right in the date because she didn't get to buy a dress. That's a good point. You know that was a blessing. In dis- See, so you, like you yep. go, you're going overboard. You're a little too excited here in the beginning. In the beginning it's yeah. an <laughs> exciting thing. Yeah. I know. I get it. Right. <laughs> right you're right you're right you tone so, it down
0: so whenever i walked by and i saw it close i was like oh no what are we gonna do like i kind of had this like panic of, right like, you built it up yeah and i was like okay what are we gonna do well i look over and the the ferris wheel or not the ferris wheel the merry-go-round is there in the mall uh-huh. and i was like how about you ride on a pink horse Ooh! and she was all about so that that saved me We a went, dollar uh two 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 twenty five 225 $2. 225 who has 25 well that's why who's got a quarter yeah it' 225 anyway they, but they take credit card no cash only who has cash
1: <laughs> no wonder that no wonder nobody's riding the merry-go-round
0: <laughs> but uh but she had so much fun you know doing that and so uh, she didn't know the difference really mm-hmm. so and when we were dri- when we were driving home afterwards uh, she goes let's go shopping I was like well we just went shopping and I go what do you want to go get and she goes I just want to go shopping I was like okay you're no longer hanging out with my daughter, do- or with my sisters and mom anymore because this is rubbing off on them. <laughs> I'm just gonna say good luck enforcing that. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm just joking, but uh, when we get back, we're gonna talk about raising daughters. I just want to have a conversation with you about it. So sweet. I don't have like a whole agenda or anything, but we'll see how it goes. Okay. We'll be right back.
1: Adam Minahan and David Niles here from the Catholic Man Show. And I don't know you personally, but
0: I'm guessing you've got a dad. Or you at least have a guy in your life that would like a Yeti cooler. Yes.
1: The new ones. Not the old ones, but the The new ones. The brand new
0: with the navy blue
1: color. That's right. Or some of this other great stuff. Multi-tools.
0: Pocket knife. Gift cards. $50 gift cards to Bass Pro.
1: Rosaries.
0: Rosaries, Catholic Mancho glean carrying glasses. And did I mention that these glasses are etched with lasers?
1: Laser etched with lasers. With lasers. Okay, so I know you're thinking, great, I want it. How do I get it? Tell
0: them, Adam. All you have to do is go to the CatholicMancho.com slash giveaway. CatholicMancho.com slash giveaway. Six ways to
1: enter. Go to the website. You can do them all and, you know, increase your and win. chances and like, win. And try win. to win. Over $500 worth of stuff Yeah, here. we have
0: over $500 worth of things that we're giving away for Father's Day. We, You know why? Because I think fathers deserve it. If you're taking your faith seriously, you're, tr- you're striving for virtue, Word. you know what? You deserve this. Word. You deserve it. So... Go to the slash giveaway. We're going to be giving this away from June 3rd to June 17th. We'll announce the winners. We'll go live on Facebook to announce the winner. But look, again, Yeti Cooler. I
1: we're, love it. We're giving I away do.
0: a freaking Yeti Cooler. I wish I could win it. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. We're going to talk about raising daughters today. I asked my parents about raising daughters. They they raised two, and so I was asking them about it. And my yeah, my yeah. parents reminded me of a a really funny thing that my dad did. I think after one movie, I can't remember what it's called. What was the Steve Martin movie where he was raising daughters? Come on, Super by the dozen. No, uh, Father the Bride. Oh, okay. Isn't that isn't that what it's called? I, I don't know that I've seen that. Gosh, I that's terrible that I can't remember. Anyway, uh after he watched that movie, you know, and he I apparently, you know, it's a it's a very, very strong uh dad, daughter movie. So, so cute. Emotional, right, you know, yeah. and he watched it and then it was late at night and he woke my daughters up or his daughters up, my sisters up, and made them sign a contract that they would never get married. <laughs> and they had, they signed a contract. Like they were like little little girls, but uh he, why would he do that? Well, it was part of the movie like, you know, all the you know, girls uh, dating and going through all of marriage, you know, or the marriage prep and all this kind of stuff. Does and he still have it? I don't know if he does or not. That'd be really funny. I I I hope he knows that this is just not enforceable. No, it's not. But, you know, we could make this episode super short and just say like if I wish we could just go back and you know when they're fourteen, we just go send them to the convent. Yeah, and we raise them, and then they go, then they become religious sisters, right? And, and then they go to heaven. That's their vocation, and they go to heaven. But that's yeah. not how it works anymore. So, well,
1: if you raise your daughter the right way, maybe it still does.
0: Yes, it, it could, especially if they find out what their vocation is. Right. Yeah. So okay, so I want to talk about you know just raising raising daughter. Obviously, we're we're young into the game. I yeah. So.
1: Still very inexperienced.
0: Yes, but I, I did ask a couple people about this, you know, and ask that for their expertise. And uh, one of the things they said that I thought was very interesting, you know, as as adults, there's a lot of adult problems. You know, there's a lot of things that dads, you know, weigh heavy on. You know, like how do I pay the bills? How do you know? How do I handle all these responsibilities that I have? Work yeah. is work is really bit you know frustrating right now. Uh, the, the dishwasher's broken. I got to get that fixed. The gates broke, you know, all this, all these different things that kind of overwhelm you that burden you. Right. right yeah. And then your daughter comes up to you and tells you about her problem. And you're like, listen, that's not even a problem. That's not a real problem. Right. I'm over here trying to figure out how to pay the mortgage. Your problem on, of not, you know, of Jimmy the, calling you a bad you know, or a is name the, the or you can't find
1: the right dress for the doll that you want.
0: Right. is not a real problem. Like, but Here,
1: give me that doll. I'll throw it away, and now we don't have to worry
0: about the dress. Problem solved. Yeah, right. But you know that's not, and it's very easy to do that, right? It's very easy to get overwhelmed in like your own world, like what you're trying to trying to mm-hmm. a- accomplish. But their world, you know, in their world, their their reality, these problems are big. That that's the big that's the big problem that they're dealing with, and so yeah. they're coming to you, mm-hmm. asking for your wisdom, for your insight. On how to handle these problems. And if you push them away, or you kind of neglect them or, or act like, you know, kind of one one word answer, you know, just kind of slough it off, they're going to go start looking elsewhere for to figure out how to solve problems. Right. I mean, we still, to this day, I still call my parents and ask them. Like, I, I called my dad just this last week. Hey, dad, how do I do this with this fence? You know, what's the best way to do this with the fence? You know, how do I build this the correct way? Yeah. You know, so I'm still trying to gain insight and wisdom uh from my parents and this is just a the same thing that our kids are doing and if we slough slough, slough this off or, or kind of act like we're so consumed in our own world that their world doesn't matter because it's really not that big of a deal they're going to start finding out other people that will answer their questions and most likely it's not going to be the people that we want answering right. the questions right um, and that's I think great insight. For like when they told me that, I was like, that is something that I need to put in my back pocket. Who who said that? Uh, I, I I can't remember. I was I asked several people. Oh, okay. Um, uh, advice for yeah. this episode. So I can't remember which one gave me that advice. But I thought that was very good insight. What are your thoughts? You no, know, I that's true. I've
1: never really thought about it specifically like that, you know. But that is true. Um, that doesn't mean that you do need to stop what you're doing to help them find the dress, you know, but or whatever, whatever it is. You just need to acknowledge them. I think that's right. In you, that in that moment. And know
0: that they're, you know, they know that they they are important to you. Mhm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that the, really the role of the father is more about um fi- facilitating uh you know, security and comfort. Mhm. You know, if if the daughters, if your daughters, if, and really this is for your children you. in general, Haley just brought us some water. Thank you, Haley. She was
0: listening and brought us water. What a sweetheart. She is. She's the best.
1: Pour me some because I'm going to okay. chug it. All right. But what were your thoughts? Um, you know, that like, especially, you know, I'm just thinking about our my daughters. They're young. My oldest is only five. You know, I think that once they do start to get older, they still, children, their problems... Never are their their problems are never very big, mm-hmm. until they leave the house and have to face the real world, um, or high school. No, I mean even in high school, it's like what's what
0: I, it, high school could be a pretty big problems.
1: What's what is your what is your biggest problem? you the biggest problem in high school. Really doesn't matter.
0: No, oh, I disagree. Big what, time. what's the biggest problem? Suicide, like mental men, mental disorders, suicides keep. Friends that are going crazy. Uh, okay, I mean, like, but that's that's
1: like those are the exceptions to the. I mean, if you have, I disagree. If you with have that too, if you have think, a mental, if you have,
0: I think there's a lot of people that struggle with with this stuff that's, in high school.
1: But no, no, struggling with suicide is not a normal thing. You should not be struggling with suicide. If you a lot are, of people that are, if you are, you, you need you need to go get counseling.
0: I, I just think that. High okay,
1: schools. the I'm talking about regular standard high schools. Like your biggest problem is homework and like. Oh, so and so doesn't like me. So and so's gossiping about me. Like all of the things, these things, in ten years won't matter at all. They they make zero. In- they seem big at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, the stuff that you're talking about, I'm not. I don't not considering that a high school problem because you can have mental health problems at any time in life. Okay, you know, that's a different category in in my what I'm talking about. Okay, so. But when they're very, very young, I think that really a father just needs to make sure he provides them with a sense of security, mm-hmm. you know, so that they they he can give them a space where they're safe, mm-hmm. where they can just be innocent. Um, I just really, really, since I've had kids, been reinforced in the idea that it is my job to guard their innocence and to keep them innocent as long as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you'll hear people sometimes, people will throw this out like it's a negative, like, oh, well, you're sheltering your kids. And it's like, yeah, absolutely I am. That's exactly what I'm doing. Thank you for noticing it. Uh, right. You know, like, I am sheltering them. Because I'm the protector, and the you know, that is my job. Like, they they don't need to know or be exposed to the whole, like, all of the evil in the world. Right. You know, absolutely I'm sheltering them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. So just allowing them to be kids mm-hmm. uh, where they don't have to enter. Keep the grown-up world away from them.
0: And I, I got to tell you, I feel, I felt that, uh, like, when my boys were born, there was more of a, like, almost like a camaraderie I, uh, aspect to, like, what happened whenever they were born, and I was holding them in, in, in my arms, and I just, I, I had these envisions of, you know playing ball with them and like you know just doing guy stuff with right, them like right. that was my initial thoughts but when when Anna was born and I held her in my hands it was such a different feeling of I'm going to protect I I, I think I even said like I whispered to her like I will protect you mm-hmm. you know and, and I, it wasn't something that I thought of it was just like something that came out I was just I guess I was feeling it at the time It just something that came out and yeah. I didn't have that feeling not that I wouldn't protect my boys that's not what I'm sure, saying but sure. like there was just such an overpowering understanding of like, I'm here to protect you. Yeah. Um, that I had when Anna was born uh, that that I didn't have with, with, with my boys. Uh, and I think that as a dad, that's it, it's just so interesting, the feelings that you receive you know, that overwhelm you when you're holding your baby for the first time.
1: Yeah, I know. And I'm really it's, looking forward to that again. Again, Here, yeah. just like any day. Right. Um, but... Yeah, and I do think though there is a difference. You know, like you want your you want your boys to encounter encounter struggles, mm-hmm. kind of inherently. You know, you want them to be a man. Mm-hmm. You want them to like when they wipe out on their bike. You know, you go like, that's right. Get up. You're mm-hmm. right. You get back up, son. Right. You're, you're proud of them because they wiped out and got back up. Right. You know, you're not proud because they wiped out, but because they got back up from wiping out. And try out. it again. Right, exactly. Your daughter, like, you don't, if she shakes it off, you know, you're proud of her too, but it's like, it's just not the same. You're not, you know, like, kind of glad it happened. You right. know what
0: I mean? Yeah. I just remember thinking there's, like, just so much potential and just, like, like I don't know, There was just so much, there's such such a different idea that I had in my mind, mo- like, in my head, holding Anna for the first time compared to the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So I think that you know, whenever you do have a kid, I, so somebody gave me this advice as well, and I think this is such great advice: is like really remember what it's like holding your baby for the first time because it's chaotic. You're probably tired. Yeah, uh, you might. You want to make sure your wife is doing okay. There's a lot of things that are happening, but like just embrace that moment of holding her for the first, the baby for the first time. Like, what were you wearing? What was she wearing? What did the, what did it look like? Her little hand on your hand. Like, what do they, what do they smell like? Like, just really encapsulate all those senses that you have. Because someday, and it'll be soon, in six months, the baby's going to be screaming at night, and you're going to be exhausted, and you're not going to want to, you know, get up and help, you know, right. help, yeah. but you have to go back to that feeling. Those,
1: those memories will all be pushed aside.
0: Right, but you have to have those memories yeah. to, re- to go back on, yeah. to remember how much you love this child.
1: I think a good idea, this is advice that I've never taken myself, but is to journal about that day. Like, yeah. On the day you were born, this is what happened. This is how I felt. I've never done that, but I do think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. And then someday they'll read it and find it. And like, how special.
0: Right. So we'll keep keep going on this conversation when we get back on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass.
1: Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles, here with Adam Minahan and Juan Posada. We're talking about raising daughters today, drinking some Amroot, single malt whiskey, product of India. So um, we were just talking about you know, what does it mean to be a dad, kind of in general, the difference. The the ultimate thing, and I, I make sure to tell this to my kids, um, that... You know why do we protect our kids? Ultimately, what's like, you know why do you why do you protect your kids? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, there's a lot of obvious reasons, but the most important one is so that they will know that the hev- their heavenly father will protect them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The reason you love your children, there's a lot of reasons, but the most important one is so that they know that their heavenly father loves them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The reason you give gifts to your children. There's a lot of reasons, but the most important one is so that they understand that it is their heavenly Father who has given them everything right you know and so I sometimes will tell them that especially like if one of them is lying mm-hmm. and they get in trouble mm-hmm. you know and so I'll tell them, look, you need to learn to be honest you know so that you can be honest with God you need to know you need to learn to obey me so that you can learn to obey god Mm -hmm. because that's the most important thing that there is that's a good idea yeah you know and just so that they know kind of your your goals behind things Mm -hmm. doing stuff like that also i think just helps set set the tone for home life you know when everything is like well we obey so that we will obey god you Mm -hmm. know so that once again it just here's one more time where God is the reason and the center of what we're doing, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Well, and I think that's super important because, like, w- girls, like, desire men's attention, right? I mean, and so th- daughters desire their dad's attention. And if the dad doesn't yeah. give the attention, then they're going to go seek it elsewhere. Yeah. And the secular culture is going to treat them as an object and not as the, the beautiful dignity of, of a woman that she is. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's so important to, to reinforce uh, the, the things that are so important, like you were talking about, like, you know, we're doing this because we want to honor God, you know, and so and it's so important to reinforce her self-esteem and, yeah. you know, tell her that she's beautiful mm-hmm. um, because she is. She's made in the image and likeness of God. Yeah. And the secular culture isn't going to tell her that she's beautiful. That she, the secular culture is going to tell her that she needs to, you know, lose weight or put on more makeup. The secular or,
1: culture doesn't want her to be beautiful. The secular culture wants her to be sexy. Right. And in order to be sexy, you have to degrade yourself. You have You're, to an, do, object. You're right. an object. You're not have to You have to become yeah less human. Right. And exactly. so
0: And so it's so important. And it's so quick how, it's so interesting how quick girls pick up on this. Because, you know, I tell Anna, Anna, you are so beautiful. You're mm-hmm. so, be- I tell her that. I try to every day. Uh-huh. And, but it's reciprocated. So she goes and tells mom mom you're so beautiful she says that you know Mm -hmm. as we're getting ready for mass this morning holy mass this morning she walks into uh uh, as Haley was doing her hair and goes, mom you're so beautiful and -hmm. so it's like yeah
1: yeah they do the things that you you hear and sometimes your your kids will say something like a phrase or or, and that's when you realize oh i guess i say that i didn't realize (laughs) that i say that but obviously i
0: do because right you said it but it's so important you know uh St. John Paul II wrote an encyclical on the feminine genius, you know, and talks about yeah. how, impo- like, how beautiful the dignity of a woman dignitatis
1: is. Mulia- mulieris Mulieris, mulieris dignitatum. Tactus. Tatum. Tatum.
0: Okay. Well, our, la- our Latin's really, if really you, good. If
1: you go into Google and you type in Mulieris, I'm willing to bet the next, the next uh, suggested is dignitatum or right. whatever it is.
0: and so that, that that's the important thing, you know. St. John Paul II talks about. You know, the church holds the highest human being ever mm-hmm. to walk this earth. Right. Uh, besides Jesus, um, who's both divine and human. But, right. the, but the highest human being was Mary, was a woman. Yeah. The church holds her up the most. Mm-hmm. And secular culture is going to treat her as an object, but the church shows the beauty of who a woman is. and yes. And they need to hear that. Yeah, and
1: there's certain things that you need to instill in your daughters that you don't instill in your in your, in your your boys. Um, certainly not to the same degree, and one of them is poise and grace. Mm. Um, you know, like a lady should behave in a way that a man does not behave. Um, you know, and so sometimes when we tell our girls to do something, especially when it comes to just behavior at the dinner table, you know, we'll tell them to do something and they'll say, why? And it's just like, well, that's because that's not... That's not a ladylike behavior. That's not the way a lady behaves. or mm-hmm. You know, so we've started to... It's interesting how... Uh, sorry. Uh, we've started to build up, you know, this the idea of a lady. Mm-hmm. And there is an elegance. You know, a, a lady is this. A lady... Does these things behaves you know, this way? She is she is good, right. right?
0: And it's interesting how the the correlation between how you act at the dinner table and how you act in real and everywhere, everywhere, everywhere else, everywhere else. Right. I've, I've come to realize this. Like, the dinner
1: table is this is the center of manners in the in your whole other life.
0: Yeah, and I've come to realize this when you when you go to you know like, uh, the Biddles, our, our good friends, the Biddles. Uh-huh. They do a phenomenal job of having their kids well-behaved at the dinner table but they're yeah. well-behaved kids yeah uh, but i think it starts at the dinner table mm-hmm. and uh, teaching the manners uh, at the dinner table like this yeah things is how like behave. S- you
1: stay in your chair right you, you do not get out of your chair until you're excused right you know you don't interrupt adults you know you and and all that sit comes, quietly and all eat. that comes
0: with routine right like, yeah it, and, it, 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 and it's and it, it's not easy
1: yeah no it's not um, um but really the entire household you know, the, the, you know, we say sometimes the fireplace, the hearth is the heart of the home. Mm-hmm. But really, it's like the, the dinner table is the center. Everything in the house is designed so that you can do this thing you do at the dinner table more mm-hmm. and easier. Mm-hmm. So that you can continue to live. You're, you have rooms. You have a shelter. It's just so that you can keep eating. Right. That's the the
0: whole house. thing the yeah.
1: structure itself. Right is only about continuing to eat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's like interesting. This the so the the dinner table is foundational. It's fundamental mm-hmm. to your whole life. Mm-hmm. So if you can't get the dinner table right, you're not going to get life right. It's just very interesting how
0: how that works. Yeah, I find that fascinating.
1: Yeah, so you know we're doing things like teaching our daughters to be like a lady. Um, you know, which is just different. From the way you would raise your boys, you, mm-hmm. um, and it's important to see. You know, we're talking about protecting your daughters. Oh, blah blah blah. You know, you love them. You, they're so beautiful. But it's also important, and this is sometimes the, the way I think men err is you err, you go too far, and mm-hmm. you you forget to instill discipline and virtue well it, in you, your daughters, you do
0: really good at providing protecting but you do a terrible job at, at establishing right you know and you're not establishing your daughter and i think that's a, i'm glad you brought that up because one of the things i wanted to, to talk about was making sure that your daughters do big things mm-hmm. are in charge of big things important things yeah it within the household within you know community service within the church yeah they need responsibilities they need, they need big responsibility yeah. and so and i think that we we don't give kids enough credit. I think that I'm always amazed at when I think I'm pushing my children to do something, how easy they accomplish it. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I thought that was going to be very hard for you. And it turns out you did that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we don't give them enough credit. And so as we're raising daughters, we need to make sure to not only uh, you know, build them up, but also push them. I think it's very easy not to push them, right? Because we we want to protect them. We want to be we want to be the hero. We right. want to fix the problems. As yeah. a dad, I want to fix all your problems. Mm-hmm. And if we do that, then they don't learn how to uh they don't learn how to fix their own problem. They don't right. know how to to handle adversity.
1: Well, the thing is you are, that you already are the hero. Right. You I know But you, you always you want to I always want to show keep, it. You want to keep being And that's the, a pro, right. that's the pride part of pro, I'm right. sure. It's like yeah. I
0: always want to show I am the hero. I am the, you know, you know, and that's probably pride but right yeah sometimes my daughters will
1: call me King daddy you know and it's like I always like it when they do it's like yes King daddy is here
0: <laughs> yeah but I think that you know it's important to to you know make sure that they're that they're ahead of either like you know in the tours of the home or or you know making sure that they're doing something in the church you know at, very active in parish life yeah and 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 in charge of things like they can they can be in charge of things yeah and some uh, of
1: that just be comes down to the fact that you're a member of this family. All members of the family do chores, whether you're a girl or a boy right. or a dad matter. or right. a mom. Every, every in member fact, of if this you're a dad or a mom, you have a lot more choice. Right. More choice. But every, every do, member right.
0: of this family has a duty the, duty to each other to be a servant to one another.
1: Right. Yeah. So, you know, you were telling, you mentioned how you tell Anna she's beautiful. You know, we do that too. But they also know that mom is the most beautiful. Nobody is prettier than mom. She is the queen mother in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, And so that they know, I think she's prettier than they are. Like, my daughters know that I don't think that they are as pretty as their mother. And that is in no way I'm not, you know, I'm not putting them down. Right. They know I'm not putting them down. They just know that I think their mother is the most beautiful. No, and... And that's just because she is the most beautiful of any woman yeah. in our house, right? And so when I'll tell them that that they're beautiful, she'll, they'll say, thanks, but mom is really beautiful. And it's like, yes, your mother is very, very beautiful, well, and, and, we, and you look just like
0: her. And we've touched know? on this, you know, about the, the daddy-daughter dates, you know, we, we start or end with adoration, and it's so important for dads to pray with their daughters, to teach them how to pray, and to uh, instill in them a, a devotion to our Blessed Virgin Mary, because our Blessed Virgin Mary is the most beautiful. That's right. You know, and so, like, it kind of gears towards, like, everything we do is to honor God. And everything, you know, to, to absorb all the feminine genius that, that you have, that you're instilled, is, is from our, our Blessed Mother. You know, that is the model that you should be taking. And mm-hmm. so I think it's so important to make sure that we instill, like, we pray with them. Uh, you know, and we, we, we teach them how much there's so many beautiful women saints of, of the church that the church has given us to yeah. model after young and old I mean there's doctors of the church that are awesome I mean, St. Therese I mean it's just there's so many beautiful wonderful saints that are women that we need to teach our daughters about to, to give them heroes to give them people to look up to that's right to model themselves after
1: yep so. and of course the greatest gift you can give your children is to love their mother
0: that's right yeah because that'll teach them everything. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, good luck raising your children. Your, your like, girls.
1: You know, they're not teenagers yet, so this could be a totally different conversation in 10 years.
0: So, Tune back in in 10 years. Right.
1: <laughs> We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So
0: raise your glass.